Hey, fam. Hello. 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 Family, I'm coming here with a word. You already know what I'm here for. You already know what I'm here for. I'm coming here with a word. I been sitting on this word for like a couple days because the Lord, he gave it to me and then I was just waiting. Y'all know, y'all know. I'm not just going to come on here unless the Lord tell me to come on here immediately and I'm coming on here immediately. But I was sitting on this word and the Lord told me to come and ask you, have you died yet today? Did you die yet today? So I'm going to take you to Luke chapter 9. We're going to go to Luke chapter 9, verse 23, and it says, then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily and follow me. So, my question that the Lord gave me to ask you is, did you die today? Have you died yet today? He says you have to give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. Mm, listen, glory be to God. Family, I'm going to tell you something about yourself, okay? I was double over and sins and the sins of my ancestors right I was whew, I was bound child I was bound in them sins of my ancestors I had them them curses on my back child but let me tell you something when the Lord said you must give up your own way and take up your cross daily and follow me when I really began to listen to what he said and I began to nail the passions and desires to the cross, I started to realize that I was feeling free. I was being loosed of the the bondage that I was in. It was amazing. Family, I had all my, my generational curses was choking me out. But when I begin to die daily, I begin to be raised to new life with Christ. I lied to you not. I lied to you not. Let's go to Galatians chapter 2. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me read this. Uh, finish reading Luke uh, chapter 9, verse 25 to you, though. And it says, And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but are yourself lost or destroyed? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, the son of man will be ashamed of that person. When he returns in his glory, in the glory of the father and the holy angels, I tell you the truth. Some standing here right now will not die before they see the kingdom of God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, let me tell you something. That, that verse right there used to stick with me even when I was in my sins. I always knew. <laughs> If you deny Jesus, he going to deny you. I always knew that. Like, that was just always a verse that was in my heart, even when I was in the depths of hell in my sins. Child, I knew you you don't deny Jesus because he will deny you. Okay? Don't be ashamed of your cross. 
don't be ashamed of your cross. Don't even if people laughing at you, people mocking you, people be like, why you, why you doing that? That's stupid. That's dumb. Don't worry about that. You keep following Jesus. Don't be ashamed of your cross. Don't be ashamed of him because he's leading you into your eternal life. Okay. Now let's go to Galatians chapter two. Chapter two, a verse. I'm not going to tell you the verse yet because you know I'm good for going not to the verse that I say. So I'm going to just wait a second. Okay. We're going to start at verse 15. You and I are Jews by birth, not sinners like the Gentiles. Yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. But suppose we seek to be made right with God through faith in Christ, and then we are found guilty because we have abandoned the law. Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep on going. Would that mean Christ has led us into sin? Absolutely not. Rather, I am a sinner if I rebuild the old system of the law, of law, I already tore down. For when I tried to keep the law, it condemned me. So I died to the law. I stopped trying to meet all its requirements so that I may live for God. Mm, child, right there, that part. God's spirit is not going to lead you into um, disobedience to God. God's spirit is going to lead you into life. So when, while meanwhile, a lot of people get distracted by trying to keep the law, but the law is what condemns you. The law is what keeps you bound. But when you begin to die to be raised to new life with Christ, you get to experience the purpose of the law. Do you get me? not about how many commandments you can keep it's about can you die daily to yourself and follow jesus we the first thing that just came into my mind was a woman caught in an act of adultery they was like this woman been caught in an act of adultery the law says stole her and jesus you know he wrote in the stand he they was waiting for him to give an answer and then jesus like all right for but for who whoever was whoever is the sinless can cast the first stone whoever has not sinned cast that first stone and one by one they all walked away until it was just her and jesus standing there and what did jesus say where are your accusers he said, it's not about the law. It's about when you come to me. He said, where are your accusers? Couldn't one of them condemn you? He said, I ain't going to either. Go and sin no more. That's what it's about. That's what it's about right there. Will you come to Jesus deep, dirty in your sins? And will you confess that you have been caught? Listen, let me tell you something. That dirty devil will sit there and try to try to bring you into the courts of heaven, try to throw all this dirt on your name, and Jesus will still be like, listen, all right, go and sin no more. I know you did it. You Now you know you did it. Now go and sin no more. And those words right there will change you. Jesus telling you to go and sin no more will change you. That's all you need to hear. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He said, couldn't one of them condemn you? Couldn't, couldn't. Where were your accusers at? It's just me and you now. And I won't condemn you. Oh, Jesus. Because there's no condemnation to those when you are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation there. 
he going to point out your sin. He going to say, you know, don't do that no more. <laughs> that ain't it. But he will make you holy by his truth. Let me tell you something. I'm going to take you there in a second. Let me take you there in a second. Let me keep going. Because listen here. He says, so that I might live for God. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. God, for if keeping the law can make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. That part right there. That part right there is that part for me because I need Jesus. You need Jesus. Because let me tell you something. You're going to fall short. You're going to fall short to the glory of God. And the wages of your sin is death. Jesus came to take the wages of your sin. So when you believe in him, he takes you to eternal life by putting your trust and your faith in Jesus. Because I know I fall short. I don't know about nobody else, but I fall short to the glory of God. I can fall short before today's over. I can guarantee you I fall short to the glory of God. But I put my trust in Jesus that he's leading me to perfection. I trust that. I can't do it. I can't because if I could, I wouldn't need Jesus. But I need Jesus just as much as the next person needs Jesus. You need Jesus just as much as the next person needs Jesus. Period. We all fall short. Jesus is the law. Oh, that made me think about that part of the chosen. He was like, I am the law of Moses. Yes, God. Yes, God. Jesus is it. He is the purpose. He is the lamb. He is the sacrifice. It is him. It's in him. Your forgiveness lies in Jesus. Your redemption relies in Jesus. Your salvation relies in Jesus. You have to really listen to when Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray. And he said, our father, art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He said, thy kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. So I need you. I need Jesus daily because we know he's the bread of life. Give us today this daily bread and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Let us not be led into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. That is daily. Give us this daily bread. I got to commune with you daily. I need to suffer with you daily because in you, I will not be led into temptation, but I will be delivered from the evil one. Let me tell you something about my God. Let me tell you something about my God. He good. I'm about to take you to. Um, We're going to go to John. Chapter 17. I was a little fired up today because Jesus is the way, Jesus is the truth, and Jesus is the life. So I'm fired up. I'm fired up today knowing that my God is the way. Okay, I'm fired up. Whew. So let's see. He, it, verse 17. Oh, I gotta go up higher. See, this is why I'm gonna be liking to say the verse till I get there. Where can I start at, Lord? I'm going to start at... 
this is such a beggar. I'm sorry for the top because this thing is a beggar. And it says, after saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to your, to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. For I have passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you. And they believe you sent me. Okay. It says, my prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you, Holy Father. You have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name. Oh, Jesus, right there. That part right there. He says, now, he says, you have given me your name. He said, you've given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so they can be, so they will be united just as we are. Mm, Jesus. That's why it's power in the name of Jesus. You don't let nobody tell you it ain't power in the name of Jesus because it's power. It's saying right here. It's saying right here. Now protect them by the power. When you start to, to come to God in Jesus' name, it things has to happen. His word cannot return back to him void. It produces fruit. Okay, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right there. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that not one was lost except the one headed for destructions as the scriptures foretold. Now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they would be they will be filled with my joy. I have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world just as I don't do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Right there, that part right there, that part right there. He said, make them holy by your truth. When you stay in the word of God, his word makes you holy because it's the truth. We live in a world full of lies. So when you come to the Lord and you say, Lord, what's the truth? Your spirit will bear witness with the truth. He will reveal the truth to you. And that's how you become holy. It's by Dying to yourself, coming to God, reading his word and allowing him to make you holy by his truth. Okay. A lot of people don't hear the voice of God because their Bibles is closed. They have a veil over their eyes. 
So even when they are reading the word of God, you don't even see what it's saying because you can't see. Your ears are clogged. So you can't even hear what God is speaking to you because your ears is clogged. Your ear, You have deaf ears in the spirit. Ask God. Say, God, give me ointment for my eyes so I can see. Unclog my ears, Lord, so I can hear. Give me ears that hear. Give me eyes that see. Give me a spirit that is willing and obedient to you. Give me a heart after you, Lord. That's how you got to come to God humbly, okay? A lot of people want to flip through the Bible and you want to take it out and you want to create your own truth. That's not the way it goes. It says make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word. He's he's asking God to teach you. He's asking because the Holy Spirit is here to lead you into all truth. He said make them holy. Teach them what you really meant. Listen, you ever hear somebody take a scripture out of context and you like, the Holy Spirit ain't tell you that because that's not what he told me and he ain't going to lie. <laughs> Child, listen, which is truth. It says, teach them your word, which is truth. It all is in the word of God being led by the Lord. Lord, what do you want me to hear today? Lord, what do you want me to see today? Lord, what, what is the verse for me today? Listen, sometimes it be one word. That's it. He might just want you to just focus on truth. Focus on the word truth. That's the word he wants you to focus on is truth. And that's it. You might be sitting there for a minute. You might have to reread stuff over and over and over again. But let me tell you something. When you hungry and you looking for something to eat, you going to make sure you get something to eat. I remember when I was little. And I would tell my mom or my dad I was hungry. And they'd be like, well, go eat such and such. And I'd be like, I don't want that. They'd be like, you ain't hungry enough then. So if you can't dig in God's word long enough, you ain't hungry enough. When you hungry enough, you're going to start devouring that thing. When you really hungry, because that used to get me when they'd be like, you ain't hungry enough. And I'm like, how are you going to tell me I ain't hungry enough and I'm hungry? But then as I got older, as I realized, okay, well, if I don't eat this, I ain't eating. That's when I realized, oh, I'm hungry enough. Right now, if I don't got nothing in my house, I'm going to still make me a meal out of something. And I know somebody know what I'm talking about. You still going to make you a meal out of something. You might be having one of your little broke spurts. Your little broke spurts. You might have to make your money last till you get paid again. So you're going to go in there. You're going to fix you something. And nine times out of ten, that meal going to be bomb. The broke meals be the best meals. Let me tell you something. And that's how it is with God. When you are broke, that's the best meal. When you begin to read God's word and you broken, that's the best meal. You're going to start saying you are the man of Lord. You are the bread of life. You are that water that quenches thirst. Let me tell you something. I never knew bread and water could taste so good. Okay. Hold on, family. Okay, fam. It was just a lot going on just now. My sister was at the door, so... That put a little damper in the plans because I didn't think she was going to be here that fast. But nevertheless, here I am. So, we were talking about that broke meal, right? So, that broke meal be hitting. And it's the same way with God. When you kind of got broken, you start reading them scriptures. And that scripture start to hit different. And you start to really tap into what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you. You will thirst no more. You will not be hungry anymore. You won't be looking for people to fulfill this need that you have. But you won't hit that word of God. Let me tell you something. I be hitting these Bible verses like, like I need it. Okay? Because I need it. I'm going to put it that way. I be hitting like I need it. 
I act like a fiend for the word of God because I'm fiending for his word. Because when I say if I don't get to my Bible all day, I can feel it. It feel I start feeling heavy. I start feeling nasty. I just be feeling off. I don't be feeling like myself. And then I hit that Bible verse. Mm-mm-mm, child. It do something to the soul. It do something to the soul. So, we was reading verse 17. And he said, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is true. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. So he said, I'm going to die for them. I'm going to be their sin offering so they can be holy, Lord. I want them to share what we have, Father. That's what Jesus was praying for you. He said, make them holy. By my blood, I'll die. I'll be the ransom for them. I'll deliver them so they can be holy by your truth. He died so you can get into his word, so you can get revelation, so you can understand what he really meant, so you can be made holy just as he is holy. He said, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. So that right there shows you he was praying for you. He's interceded till this day for you. He is still sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding for you. Saying, I was, I'm their blood off. I'm, their, I'm their, their sacrifice. I gave up my blood for them. Father, they are cleansed in my blood. He's still interceding. He's saying, I know that the enemy is trying to sift them like wheat, but give them, give them fresh faith. Allow them to have fresh oil. He is interceding for you. And you see it right here. He is not a man for him to lie. Let me tell you something. He is not about to lie. I love Jesus because he'd be like, I tell you the truth. And Jesus is the only person that I know that'd be like, I tell you the truth and I'm taking all he's saying. Like, okay, that's the truth right there. (laughs) That's the truth. He the first person I ever met that'd be like, I tell you the truth. And I'd be like, that's the truth right there. I don't got to second guess it because I know it's the truth. Even if it don't make sense, I'd be like, it's still the truth. And he said, I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us, so that the world will believe you sent me. Mm. He said, let them be in us. I was... uh, Mm, 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 mm. I was uh, explaining this to my daughter the other night because she didn't understand it. But he wants to look at you and see him. Because once you are in him and you you are in him and he is in you. And then y'all all in God, we all just flowing. Because all we are is one spirit united. So he said, come into my word. Allow my word to make you holy. Let me wash you in truth. Let me cleanse you by my blood. You got to, it all starts at the cross. You got to die to those desires. You got to die to those passions. You got to die to this life. And you got to take up your cross and follow me. 
He wants you to carry it because that same cross that the one that people see you carrying, that same cross that people see you nailed to is the same cross they're going to remember when they see your resurrection. They're going to remember you hanging there. They're going to remember you carrying it. And they're going to be like, surely she was resurrected because I remember her cross. You got to die to yourself daily. Family. In my life, I know there's places I need to die to myself at because, listen, I'm good for leaving the dishes sitting in the sink. And I got to die to myself. And I got to make sure them things get clean. That's an example. I got to make sure them things get clean. Because God wants my house to be clean. So if I'm being lazy, I got to die to that. And I got to go and do it anyway. Now, listen, the Lord patient with me because he know, he know, he know his child. But I gotta die to myself because God wants the best. God opposes the proud, right? But he gives grace to the humble. And, and pride comes before destruction. So when you start seeing the destruction in your life, you gotta go back to the Lord and say, Lord, show me where I was prideful at in that. Because one thing the Lord revealed to me is. He'll nudge me. They'll be like, all right, it's time to go wash them clothes. Or, all right, it's time to go wash them dishes. And I'll ignore him, right? Like, I don't feel like doing it right now. And then, slowly, it just keep piling up and piling up. And then I become overwhelmed. And then, I start to get antsy. Then, I start getting irritated. Then, I start feeling like everything closing in on me. But the Lord said, because your pride came before that destruction. I told you before things got out of hand. I told you when it was only two shirts to wash it. I told you when it was only a plate and fork to wash it. To prevent you from what's about to happen. But your pride came before the destruction. Now you got to clean up a big mess. I'm going to still strengthen you. That's what the Lord said. I'm going to still strengthen you. But it could have been easier than this. (laughs) Surely it could have been. And that's what I've learned, family, about my pride. It's like I got to nail that thing to the cross. Ask the Lord where you're prideful at so you can nail that thing to the cross. And so you can be raised to life so you and him can be one. He said, I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. Oh, my God. Jesus is so good. He said, because then the love that you have for me will be in them, and then I'll be in them. Let me tell you something. When I was going through my season a weeping, child, weeping. I'm always going to go back to that season of weeping. 
God was doing some things within me. He was he was removing some things within me. He was tweaking some things within me. But in that season, I began to fall in love with Jesus. I began to, I was so deep into God's word. Child's writing me books of Psalms, okay? I was I was up at the midnight hour weeping. I was waiting for the joy to come. I was in the day in the nighttime with a flashlight. Looking for well, daytime with a flashlight, the nighttime flashlight. That don't make that daytime with a flashlight. I was in the daytime flashlight looking for this joy that they was talking about that came in the morning. Cause I'm like, where it at? Because listen, I was up since last night and I still ain't get it. But I fell in love with the Lord then. As I read God's word and I see how powerful and how compassionate and how loving and how faithful and how mercy, merciful and how just good he was. And I knew how bad I was. I wanted to be more like Jesus because I'm like, I want to be like him. I'm such a bad person. I had to see myself. Through the eyes of God. I had to allow the Lord to show me myself. And it wasn't good. Because listen, when you look in that mirror and you see you ugly, child, you be like, Lord, save me. <laughs> and I had to look into deep within myself. And I had to see that. In the inside, I was ugly. In the inside, I was nasty. And it didn't matter how much makeup I put on. And about how cute my outfit was. How, how flowing my hair was in the wind. It didn't matter because on the inside, I was nasty. On the inside, I was defiled. And as I spent time with the Lord, I just wanted to be more like him. So I know this verse is the truth. He said, I have revealed you to them. I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them. And I will be in them. And I every day... I, I haven't yet reached it like Paul said. I haven't quite reached it yet. But every day I aim for the perfection of Christ. I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't obtained it. But I'm on my, I'm running my marathon. I'm fighting a good fight, family. And I just want you to be encouraged because you're not alone. I haven't reached perfection. The day I reach perfection, child, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to be like, Lord, can I tell him I reached perfection? As a matter of fact, the Lord said you're going to see it. I ain't going to have to tell you you're going to see it. But just keep pressing. Die daily to yourself. Every day, pick up your cross. Every day, you're going to have to fall on your own sword to be risen to new life in Christ. And it's rewarding. It's no better feeling than when I get to see how I've grown in the Lord. When situations happen and I no longer handle it like I used to. But I see Jesus. I get to see Jesus show up in the situation. I'm like, God, it was only you that brought me this peace. It was only you who brought me this strength. It's only you who comforted me. Because I know what Jay was able to do. I know what she was capable of doing. So I know, God, it was only you. So I'm going to pray for you, sis. And then if the Holy Spirit wants to say anything else, I'm going to let him say it. And then, you know, we're going to just do what it do. So let's just bow our heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm coming to you, Father. Hold on, because I hear a child coming. Hold on. Sorry, fam. My son was coming. But let's just keep going with this prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, 
Lord, I'm just coming to you, Father, asking you just to help your child die to themselves, Lord. I'm praying for this child receiving this word, Lord, that they have received new revelation. I pray that every seed that was planted within them grows an abundance of a harvest, Father God, and that none of them will be uprooted and stolen from the enemy, Father. I plead the blood over your child, Father. I plead the blood over this word, Lord, and I just ask that your child begins to bear your fruit, Lord. Allow your fruit to be planted and grown in their lives, Lord. Father, I'm praying that they will become holy, Lord, that they will stay in your words so they become holy as you said, Jesus. Father, I'm just praying that you strengthen this child. I'm praying that you point out what is not of them, Father, so they can repent, Lord, and come back to you and and have it done your way. Have your will be done in their life, Lord. Father God, I'm just praying, Lord, that this child begins to see what they haven't seen, hear what they haven't heard father i'm praying for their heart lord that their heart begin to change in posture father and they become obedient to you lord that they come to hear your voice in the secret place father that they no longer seek after idols lord but they seek after you lord father i pray that they get to see that it's you you are are all that we need. Everything points back to you, Jesus. And I just give your name all the glory it deserves, Father. I give your name all the honor and all the praise. And it's in Jesus' name that I'm praying, Father. Amen. <laughs> Family, go to the Lord. Go to the Lord. That's the best advice your sis could give. If I can give you any advice, it would be go to the Lord and watch what he does for you. Watch how he shows up for you. And I will say that after every um, word that gets dropped because it's the truth. I can take something to God and immediately he'll answer it. I'll ask God, like, Lord, show me something that ain't pleasing to you. And he will show it to me immediately, child. <laughs> it's just about that wholeheartedness. You got to come to God and tell him, like, I know I'm jacked up. And I know I'm prideful. I, 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 I want to be humble. Teach me how to be. You said you were humble and gentle at heart, Lord. Teach me how to be more like you. And child, watch them do it, child. Now, you're going to be put into some situations that make you humble. But it's all for the good of God. <laughs> it's, good. it's according to his purpose and will for you. Because, listen, I used to say, Lord, I want to be humble. And I've been humbled, okay? He will bring you down. He'll take it down so you can be where he wants you to be. So when you be raised to new life, you don't look down on people, but you see yourself. Listen, it's a couple people that um, God has placed into my life that um, I know religious people would judge them. And even when I first um, met them, I'm not going to lie, I kind of like judged them. You know, and God had to humble me and he had to show me the me in them. Like, that was you. 
And it humbled me. Because it's the truth. So don't ever think you too good. Because you're not. You're fooling yourself. <laughs> okay? you fooling yourself when you think you too good. And that that's come straight from the word of God. you fooling yourself. You're not as good or better than the next person. You're not. You're not better than. You are no better than the crackhead you might have walked past on the street. It's just you know the good news and they may not have heard it yet. Don't ever think that somebody is too far away from the Lord because the Lord will blow your mind. I can tell you that one thing I know, two things for certain, that the Lord will, he can redeem anybody because if he can, if he can save a sinner like me, and he done got me out them streets, child, I, what can he do? <laughs> what can he do? He made me obedient. This little rebellious soul, he made from obedient? Child, listen, let me tell you something. He can do it for me. I know he can do it for everybody else. And I ain't going to look down on nobody because I know I was a hot mess. I know a couple people probably was like, oh, she ain't, she ain't, surely she ain't going to get it. But look where I'm in now. Glory be to God. I'm boasting in the Lord, not in myself. Glory be to his name. So, I just wanted to just drop that that little that little bit of razzle dazzle into your life. That it was just spirit led. Somebody need to hear it. It's the truth. Take it back to the Lord. It's not my word. It's the Lord's word. So don't act like it's just sis judging you because it's not. It's God's word. I'm just telling you what it's saying. But yeah, just don't think don't think you better than somebody. Mm-mm. Don't do it. If you think you better than somebody, ask the Lord. Humble me. Humble me. If you catch yourself judging somebody, Lord, and I'm talking about your type of judgment, not a righteous judgment, not righteously, but you, you judging them out of your flesh. Ask the Lord, say, Lord, help me. I'm struggling. Sometimes you might not understand God's plan, but that don't mean God don't have a plan. Okay. So, I love you so, so, so much. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.